0: This is a special edition of the Model Railway Show. I'm Trevor Marshall. By now, most in the Model Railway community will have learned that Carl Arndt, the driving force behind one of the Internet's most popular model railroading-related websites, died on March 4th at his home in Washington State. Carl's website, Micro Small Layouts for Model Railroaders, has been instrumental in popularizing the premise that tiny can be beautiful. Hundreds of people around the world have contributed to Carl's website, and thousands have been inspired by it. If you have not yet visited, you can find the link to his website at our website, themodelrailwayshow.com. When we launched the Model Railway Show in November 2010, Carl was the first person my co-host Jim Martin interviewed for the podcast. For listeners who missed that very first show, this special edition is a rebroadcast of Jim's interview with Carl.
1: Well, if the average home layout is a turkey dinner with the trimmings, then what's a micro layout, on hors d'oeuvre? If it is, I'll bet you can't take just one. Carl Arnt's the originator of the website micro-slash-small-layouts for model railroads. I'm going to ask him if that's how he reads it. It <laughs> no is, is that,
2: Have I got it right, Carl? No Slash. (laughs) No Slash. It's just micro-small layouts for model railers.
1: Micro-small layouts for model railers. Slash is a whole other guy. Anyway, this website boasts about 1,500 layouts that can be built in a minimum of space. Carl Beavers away at this site, producing two e-magazines every month. And fans from around the world eagerly await each issue of the Small Layout Scrapbook. In a past magazine article, I described Carl's micro layout website as inspiring, amusing, and amazing. And I called Carl the doyen of micro layouts, a title that's likely to go unchallenged. Anyway, as you've heard, Carl is with us now from his home in Olympia, Washington. Carl, this is great. Thanks so much for being with us.
2: Well, thank you, Jim. It's great to be here. I, a- your article sent. Uh- hundreds of people looking to the dictionaries to find out what a doyen is yeah well i (laughs) including me (laughs) (laughs) it's a
1: great website it's one of my favorite time wasters but only in the nicest way you understand that
2: i understand that very well thanks so much
1: it's been listed among the top 10 model railroad websites in the world got any idea how many people visit it
2: sure uh we get about seventy thousand or so visitors monthly um, that's about three quarters of a million people a year. Uh, and, and, uh, they come from, about half of them come from North America and the other half are from all over the world, some 40 or 50 other countries. It's one of, one of the things I'm really happy about is that the model railroading and in particular model railroading in very small spaces is, uh, is popular worldwide.
1: Well, so- yeah. And your your website introduces so many people from different parts of the world to different concepts. because yeah. I think before the advent of the web, people perhaps model railroaded in boxes. Ideas were developed in one spot but not found in another for a long time.
2: I know people who absolutely wouldn't touch a European model, for example. And nowadays, uh, they're, they're in hobby shops, and, and people are using them and having fun with them. Well, we're Japanese sure, models yeah. recently are becoming the, the end scale stuff that they're doing is incredibly popular here in the United States.
1: Well, it's a real eye opener to go on the web and see the quality of models that are, come out of Czechoslovakia, for example, or sure. other countries. It's not just uh, not just China and uh, North. Not
2: just China and Korea, right? Yeah,
1: <laughs> yeah. This is a contributor-driven website, isn't it? Do you depend very much on the people to show you what they've been doing?
2: Yeah, but it's a back and forth kind of site really started, um, Oh, turn! about the turn of the millennium. Uh, as as I had was working on a new scale called GN15, which is a G scale, one uh, twenty-second in size, but uh, on very very narrow gauge, fifteen inches in the prototype, which works out to very close to sixteen and a half millimeters, or the HO scale.
1: With the kind of thing you might see on someone's private estate if you had lots of money. On you bet, or in an yeah. industrial
2: setting, or yeah. various others. And I I put together the what turned out to be the first layout that anyone had made in that size. Give but, us the square footage of this empire that you... I was about in. to do that. It turned out to be uh, one square foot. <laughs> so I essentially had on my hands a G-scale, a working G-scale railroad, which uh, did actual work, hauled, uh, hauled aggregates from the, from the crusher to the dumping point in one square foot. Well, so I put it on my personal website and got started getting amazing amounts of mail from other people who thought that might be a great idea to have a little tiny railroad that actually worked and could keep you busy and make you and help you have fun in this greatest of all hobbies. Were other people thinking along the same lines independently,
1: or have you been an inspiration to a lot of your contributors?
2: Well, both things are true. As I said, it's a back and forth thing. Uh, The English have been doing small layouts for quite some time. There's a fellow named Chris Krupa in Cambridge who who uh, has been making them and exhibiting them all over Europe for uh, probably 15 or 20 years? But by and large, the general trend of model railroading has been toward filling basements, uh, filling attics, or filling bedrooms, spare bedrooms, and things like that, with as much layout as you can possibly get. Uh, this is a different idea. The idea is that you can have a lot of fun in a very small space for very little money and uh, making it in, in a very short time, a relatively short time anyway. It's a new branch, really, of model railroading in that sense. And that's that's the, if I've made a contribution, that's, that's it.
1: Well, time for me to bait the bear, Carl. Can any layout as small as four square feet or less be called a real model railroad?
2: <laughs> sure. That's what the website is there to prove. And uh, 1,500 layouts later, we're, I think, uh, demonstrating it pretty clearly. A, m- a micro layout is actually defined as a small model railroad that's less than three or four square feet in area but that nonetheless has a clear purpose and excellent operating capability. In other words, it's a real railroad. It's a real working model railroad, but uh, in a very tiny space.
1: What kind of tricks are employed to make these small track plans actually work? Oh, heavens. You can't have better. a number 10 switch uh, on a one-square-foot <laughs> layout, can you?
2: No. In fact, uh, uh, the square foot, which is the name of it, the square foot estate railway uh, that I that I built, a GN-15 and a foot, it has no switches, has no turnouts. It uses a a trick called the fiddle yard which is a backstage movable track that lets you uh, change out the stock or turn it round or things like that without the audience being able to see it so the uh, the train goes off uh, you do things to it it comes back as a different train uh, that's one of the one of the most popular tricks it was actually invented in England but is widely now used in in small, very small layouts. Incidentally, the, the the generic name for these things is minimum space railroads. All right, and micro layouts is one example that I kind of invented that has to be four square feet or less. <laughs> And that's become a minor art form, designing very complex layouts in under four square feet.
1: So if I'm hearing you correctly, Carl, though, uh, a lot of the practitioners of this may have a larger home layout, but they just want to try something on the side, something new.
2: Several, a lot of people write me notes like I have a, a half a mile of, of, of bare wood in, uh, nailed together in my basement that I'm trying hard to fill over the next 10 years. But meantime, it's been a heck of a lot of fun to, to build a, a little uh, one-by-four-foot bookshelf and have a switching layout that I can play with in the meantime.
1: <laughs> you bet. Well, it's been a heck of a lot of fun for us, Carl, talking with you in the minimum time that we have. Uh, this is a minimum space interview, I guess. Uh, we can't begin to describe the imagination and astounding variety of layouts you have to offer at your website. But I have one word for you, and I want you to respond. Shoebox.
2: My favorite. Yeah. I invented I invented a couple of years back uh, using shoebox. Box, a shoebox-sized layout. Uh, in fact, I, I commissioned a couple of my European friends to uh, to search the shoe stores in Europe to make sure what size their shoe boxes were. We settled on an international canonical shoebox size of 13 by 7 inches and 5 inches deep. We'll and send people to your layouts to fit in that size. There are a whole bunch of them on my website.
1: Carl, we'll send people to your website so they can see how a layout can fit in a shoebox. You have a book that's for sale. At, that's listed on the website as well. If you can
2: find that there. No problems at all.
1: Carl Arnt, it's been a great pleasure. Right.
2: Thanks very, very much for having me, Jim.
1: We've been talking to Carl Arndt. Carl's the originator of the microsite, or the website. I think it's a microsite, a huge microsite. Uh, micro small layouts for model railroaders. He's a driving force behind the popularity of these tiny gems.
0: Thank you, Carl Arndt. The Model Railway community will miss your big ideas about trains in little spaces. Rest in peace.